HE News, episode number 24. Welcome back to another episode of Health Empowerment News with Croft Woodruff. This week, we talk about a natural therapy for Down Syndrome. And welcome back to another episode of Health Empowerment News. My name is Andrew McGivern, and I'm here in Studio 604 with Croft Woodruff. And uh, good morning, Andrew. It's good to be with you again. Yes, and uh, this is something that you've been um, talking about for a long time, actually. Probably ever since I've known you, you've, uh, this has been one of your favorite topics. Absolutely, a topic that cannot be and definitely should not be ignored. We all, well, I don't know if it's fair to say that we all accept, but many of us who are in the field of nutrition know that nutritional deficiencies can have a lot to do with um, causing genetic uh, as well as birth uh, defects and deformities in uh, in newborn children and uh, and if that's a fact then uh, it the, the corollary should be that it may very well be that uh, when these conditions appear you know and I'm thinking particularly of uh, down syndrome then why not uh, look to see if vitamins and minerals might play a role in helping to correct that problem or deal with it. And in fact, uh, there was an Austrian doctor, a medical doctor by the name of Henry Turkel, T-U-R-K-E-L, from Austria. And uh, he emigrated uh, to the United States, to Detroit, in fact, to escape from the Nazi uh, Jew-baiting regime of Hitler. And uh, this is something he'd been working on for some time, and that is uh, uh, how can you deal with uh, Down syndrome with uh, things like vitamins and minerals, uh, hormones, among other things, and maybe certain amino acids and fatty acids as well, essential fatty acids. And he'd been working on this for a long time. And Anyway, uh, he published some of his work, and of course it was being ignored by the pharmaceutical and the medical establishment, because the bottom line is you can't patent a medicine, you can't patent an amino acid uh, and or an essential fatty acid, and the fact is when you can patent a substance, you can get an exclusive right to it. It's like a license to print money. And so unless there is to be a lot of money made from these these factors, they are generally ignored or, or, or actually uh, put down given a, a bad time. Now, we all can remember what Down syndrome is. Yeah, exactly. What, uh, what is it just so for people? Well, uh, you see uh, a child with uh, usually uh, they're overweight. Uh, they're slow. Uh, they have sort of a, uh, a, a vacant look in the face. Uh, the eyes are, and face are a bit puffy. And uh, and uh, they uh, they they don't speak, and uh, they have an IQ uh, somewhere around, I think it's ninety. Mm-hmm. And in any case, uh, 
This Dr. Ruth Harrell, she was a doctor in nursing. And way back in the 1930s, she was working with children, and she came across the work of Dr. Turkel. And uh, she started uh, using these factors, amino acids and um, vitamin, uh, vitamins and minerals. Uh, and also, uh, she was looking at thyroid hormone. And uh, several years ago now, she teamed up with Dr. Uh, Donald, uh, it'll come to me. So this is actually a genetic disorder. It's not something that you develop as a nutritional deficiency. It's actually it's a genetic something it, you're born with. Yeah, you could say you're born with it, uh, particularly because I'd say of the nutritional disposition of the mother while she's carrying the fetus. Okay. And if the fetus isn't going to get the, the nourishment, then that's it. Donald Davis is the professor of biochemistry, University of Texas in Austin, who teamed up with Dr. Ruth Harrell at the uh, Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. And uh, they published a paper and where they were able to uh, have uh, these Down syndrome children uh, have a jump in IQ like 50 points. Wow. 50 points. That means a child with an IQ of about uh, uh, 70 or 80 can be working with ch children about 120 or thereabouts and competing very well, able to verbalize and able to think and uh, to uh, compete with children of his or her age. And um, this uh, work was published and, and, as I said, accepted for publish, publishing in, the, in the university journals, in this case, Old Dominion University, Norfolk, Virginia. And it's not hard to look it up if you do a search uh, on your computer. And uh, anyway, of course, this created quite a stir in, uh, in the world of, uh, of nutrition and, uh, and biochemistry. And uh, there were many PhDs that rushed forward to, to poo-poo this work and to uh, downgrade it and, uh, and dismiss it as uh, not, uh, not really working. And in fact, when they went to duplicate these studies, it was interesting. They didn't get the same results as Dr. Harrell and Dr. Davis did. Was it because they had set out to fail? And when you look at the, the protocol that they used, you find out that uh, they did not use, uh, for instance, thyroid hormone. On the grounds that the Down syndrome children, these handicapped children, their thyroid was normal. But wait a minute, these are not normal children. What is normal for you or I or a, an ordinary child is not necessarily normal or in the normal range for a Down syndrome child. So uh, this is where the flaw in their work was. So I guess and, the and they used very high doses of B vitamins and uh, vitamin C and vitamin E. And vi yeah, I mentioned vitamin C, uh, among other things, and thyroid hormone. And they got these results without fail astonishing results. And as far as I'm concerned, there is no reason why any Down syndrome child should be in that state uh, and, and, be, and, uh, and allowed to stay in that state and be denied these therapies when they are uh, easily found in the scientific journals and can be applied under good medical and psychiatric supervision if you care. So why why would they uh, 
duplicate the study without using the thyroid hormone? Is it because on the grounds felt- that the thyroid uh, in, in uh, on the Down syndrome child or the other children who are hand- mentally handicapped that their thyroid levels are normal? So they, th- but these they are felt- not normal children. So the rationale, as far as I'm concerned, uh, d- does not follow. It's not logical to assume that uh, because they say their thyroid is in the normal range, that it is normal for those children. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in the case of these uh, handicapped children that responded to thyroid hormone, uh, their thyroid levels are not in a normal range. I can understand them looking at that and and saying there's no scientific evidence to support uh, giving over uh, higher levels of thyroid to, Mm -hmm. uh, to a patient uh, has no evidence, but in this case, they're trying to duplicate a study, and that's the scientific method: is to duplicate a study in order to prove whether or not it works or does not work. That's right. And to change the study in in any way would be, yeah. uh, you know, counter to that whole. Well, the uh, fact is, is that Doctor you know, Scientific Method, Doctor Harrell, Doctor Ruth Harrell, and Doctor Donald Davis set up a protocol that was actually developed uh, or devised by Dr. Henry Turkel. Uh, Dr. Turkel uh, retired in Israel just a few years ago, and he's now deceased. But this man really needs a, a Nobel Prize for his work. But it's been ignored. And certainly Dr. Harrell and Dr. Davis deserve uh, uh, high recognition for their work in this field uh, because they've actually helped an awful number of down syndrome children, as well as other children who are mentally handicapped, thanks to these protocols that they followed. And um, the bottom line is, uh, just a few years ago on 60 Minutes, uh, they did a, a CBS did a, a study on or a program on this lady whose business it was to find uh, homes for handicapped children down syndrome children that nobody would adopt and take in to look after. And that was her business, to place these children in homes that would accept them. And through her efforts, she came across the work of Turkel and Harold and Davis. And they actually featured a little girl, a pretty little girl, a downed child, and uh, who this woman had trouble. She had trouble placing, but with the protocol of Harold and Davis and Turk Hill, this child turned right around. Big jump in IQ and physical and mental activity. No, Well, she adopted the child herself, and that's how she got around to using the protocol. And because of that, she was able to find places for other Down syndrome children because of her work in this field. This little girl, I think her name was Bonnie, she had a 50-point jump in IQ. Her IQ was 90 and it jumped up to, uh, what was it, 140, just like that. I mean, this child was excelling in school. You know, I mean, uh, there's just no excuse for this kind of oversight. So previous to the therapy, they were basically saying the child had no hope That's of right. recovery. And yeah. this is their, yeah. this is their uh, you know, the status quo for yeah. this, they're, this child. They're, they're done up in diapers and, and, and a kind of a harness and more or less uh, left in the care of just caretakers and, and that's the long and the short of it. And uh, they live the life of, you might say, a zombie. 
It's interesting. I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now, the the article on Down syndrome. And uh, basically it says that Down syndrome is a chromosomal condition Mm -hmm. characterized by the presence of an extra copy of genetic material on the 21st chromosome, either in whole or part. Uh, The effects and extent of the extra copy vary greatly among people depending on genetic history and pure chance. The incidence of Down syndrome is estimated at 1 per 733 births, although it is statistically more common with older parents, both mothers and fathers, due to increased mutagenic exposures among some older parents' reproductive cells. Mutagenic exposures, which can mean uh, uh, nutritional deficiencies, and exposure to toxic heavy metals, as well as uh, compounds like fluoride, or which public, I yes, as well. and and of course, uh, fluoride uh, acts like uh, radiology in that it will damage, uh, do chromosomal damage, and uh, and it's just ironic that we have uh, the the dental profession extolling the virtues of fluoride without really doing their homework and seeing what damage it can do to the cellular and the genetic structure of a cell. Fluoride and mercury, by the way. Mercury is another one, and I suspect even aluminum and metals like lead, of course, and uh, also uh, metals like depleted uranium, although you have the addition, besides it being a heavy metal, you have the additional bonus of it being radioactive. Mm -hmm. So these mutagenic effects uh, cause it to be more common in older uh, children with older parents. When um, I when I lived in the city of Trail, and that was until uh, the age of twelve, and I was going to uh, uh, the, uh, the the grade school, and then uh, the the uh, uh, I started in primary school, and then finished uh, grade six high school, and then continue on with my education in the, in Castlegar. But the bottom line is is that that's one thing I noticed that uh, there were Down syndrome. Uh, uh, children in trail enough that you were aware of them being there and of course you have the sight of a heavy metal smelter pouring out fumes uh, from the smelter itself but also a phosphate fertilizer plant overlooking the town site at warfield and phosphate phosphate fertilizer plants are notorious as fluoride polluters hmm. so you're getting a double dose of uh, a fluoride and heavy metals like lead. So this um, this this fact that uh, Dr. Turkel mm-hmm. was able to help uh, these children using nutrition, even though this is a genetic disorder, mm-hmm. is very interesting. Dr. Sears, um, I believe he's the uh, creator of the Zone Diet. Uh, he's been quoted as saying that we cannot change our, our genes. We're born with them. We can't do anything about that. We can influence them, I think, to a great degree through uh, a good or indifferent or bad environment. Exactly. As well as through nutrition and nutritional support. That's what he says. He says we can't alter our genes, but we can alter gene expression. Mm -hmm. We can alter how the genes are expressed Mm -hmm. through uh, nutrition and lifestyle choices. Yes. So very interesting that um, that this is a good example of, of, of... maybe an extreme example mm-hmm. of how nutrition and uh, I guess it's, 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 it's hypernutrition or soup or mega doses of, of vitamins and minerals and, and whatnot yeah. in Whole combination with general. thyroid. Yeah. Uh, thyroid hormone plays a very, very important because it regulates your metabolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rate you burn energy. So I guess they don't know why 
the extra thyroid possibly is a deciding factor. Well, I think it's because it's cranking up uh, the metabolism of the the child and uh, speeding it up. And uh, so it becomes more physically and mentally active as a consequence. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then so... uh, is there anybody carrying on this work or, or uh, is, is this... Uh, you have to inquire about it. You have to do some research yourself, go through the scientific uh, journals and uh, look it up yourself. And then, and if you have a down child, then what you want to do is go and find a doctor who believes in nutrition uh, in, uh, in the field of health and healing and, uh, and or, or if he isn't aware of this work or she isn't aware of this work, make both of them aware of this work. Mm-hmm. They should know this. And people are flabbergasted when I tell them about this. They have no idea because it seems to be, uh, unfortunately, a, 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 a well-kept secret. So there's some studies uh, in, in some scientific journals that, yes. that can be... Uh, Brought to the attention of the doctor. There's also a book uh, that you have. Um, uh, what's? Do you remember the name of that book? No, you've caught me short on that one. It's. Um, uh, I remember you brought it once to the uh, radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't remember it myself either. <laughs> but yeah, there's a good. It's it's a pretty good book explaining the transformation of these children mm-hmm. uh, that were under that therapy. Yes. Um, hang on a second. Okay, so we don't remember the name of the book, but we will put it in the show notes. So uh, if you go to foodsornotdrugs.com, uh, it will be there under this episode's uh, uh, show notes. So uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, have that on there, as well as some of the links to some of the studies and information uh, about this topic. Yeah. And uh, so what are we, what were the... Um, the nutritional factors that they were given in, in addition to the, uh, the, the thyroid hormone. Definitely thyroid hormone and the B vitamins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, B vitamins play a very important role in neurological function in any case. Uh, vitamin C, uh, because of its antioxidant uh, qualities, and also vitamin E for its antioxidant qualities. But you can't leave out other antioxidants. Uh, such as um, uh, the um, vitamin provitamin A, uh, which you find in the uh, in the in the red uh, and green and yellow coloring of vegetables, as well as the 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 purple and orange coloring that you uh, along with those other colors that you find in, in particularly in fruit. And uh, the, these are very 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 important uh, f- factors as antioxidants and play a very important role in maintaining good health and vigor. Uh, now, the other thing, of course, we have to look at minerals like uh, magnesium and uh, also uh, calcium. They should be taken in a ratio of one to one. That is to say, for every milligram of elemental calcium that you are putting into your body, you should be taking at least uh, the uh, equivalent amount of magnesium, preferably as citrate because uh, they have greater bioavailability. That is to say, they are better absorbed by the body than other forms uh, such as carbonates of uh, calcium or, or magnesium. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in terms of doses, like were they given? Were they given like 
unusually high doses of they B were vitamins? They were given high doses of the B vitamins, uh, the C and the E, and um, so there's certain minerals. We mustn't look out, uh, mustn't forget the mineral zinc plays a very important role, as well as the mineral selenium, okay? And uh, these help to, uh, particularly selenium, helps to protect cells against genetic damage. Mm -hmm. So And so this is important for, for a woman who is expecting a baby to be uh, seeing that she is uh, eating properly and supplementing her diet to guarantee or ensure that she is getting the nutritional factors that will help her produce a, a healthy baby and come to an easy term so that uh, even even the, tr the tra travel through the birth canal is going to be an easy trip for the newborn. Mm -hmm. yeah, so basically a, uh, a multivitamin and a, qual a healthy... Good, potent multivitamin and mineral. Healthy plus, diet. Yeah, a little extra uh, on, the, on the certain antioxidant nutrients for insurance. And, and let's not uh, forget that uh, vitamins and minerals, as important they are for supplements, they're no supplement for whole organic fruit and vegetables and grains and cereals and nuts and seeds and the like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't go to McDonald's and, and, and expect to get Burger a King and, and uh, eat junk food and yeah. soda pop and and uh, do all that and pop a multivitamin and, and think that you're doing yourself a favor. It's, yeah. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, uh, and I mean, you know, you can go into uh, restaurants that have a good reputation for fast food I'm thinking of White Spot. They put out an excellent, what they call spot salad, mm -hmm. with variations of, of different lettuce as well as spinach and, uh, and uh, other nutritional factors, as well as uh, pumpkin seed and sunflower seed uh, uh, thrown in for good measure. And uh, these are very, very important factors. And think of the fiber that you're getting from, from this kind of diet. Mm -hmm. And it's so important because regularity is uh, one of the biggest problems uh, for people is, uh, you know, the fact that uh, their bowel movements are not regular as they should be. And uh, storing up uh, feces in the bowel leads to what they call auto intoxication, whereas you start absorbing these toxins back into the bloodstream. And that's the last thing that you want. You don't want to keep that crap in your body. You want to get rid of it. So sometimes it's if you're not regular, it's a good idea to invest in a very good uh, and proven herbal laxative. Mm -hmm. So basically, the old adage is is true: you are what you eat. Essentially, not only are you uh, what you eat, but how well you digest it, how well you assimilate it, and how well you eliminate it. Mm -hmm. And so, a healthy diet full of lots of fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. healthy, uh, healthy water and yeah, and, um, good water, filtered and, water to get the yes, chlorine to make sure that you're not getting chlorine or fluorine uh, or lead because that's another problem in a lot of waters in the, in North America is that uh, plumbing well plumbing's got lead in it and it's contaminating the water. So a good yeah. filter, a good water filter that will take the lead out. Exactly. And uh, even if you're doing all that uh, because of you know the way the food is processed. Mm -hmm. Even even uh, organic food, you may not be getting uh, you know optimum levels of nutrition. So you That's recommend right. you know uh, multivitamin to go along with your healthy yeah. diet, and a you know possibly other supplements. Yeah. Uh, and like one of the things that we haven't mentioned, of course, regarding fatty acids, 
uh, olive oil is the extra virgin olive oil is important to incorporate in the dial, uh, in, in the diet. Uh, palm oil is also uh, very important to incorporate in the diet. These these are rich in antioxidants and uh, they're not likely to uh, be susceptible to um, uh, these uh, free radical uh, problems that uh, you, you get when you hydrogenate uh, vegetable oils or when you heat them up to frying temperatures. So this is very important uh, to keep in mind. Okay, so this is for general general health uh, for people who are you know normal everyday people. Mm -hmm. uh, for the Down syndrome children, they were given you know mega doses of vitamins along with the the hormone the thyroid hormone. Mm -hmm. Uh, what about vitamin D? Were they given vitamin D? Oh, I'm sure they were given vitamin D because there's been so much work done on that. And uh, you, you can, uh, there's a doctor, Canel, C-A-N-N-E-L-L. He puts out a newsletter on, on vitamin D. And uh, if, you, uh, if you do a search on that name, uh, and, and vitamin D, uh, you or should be able to... Or if you go to the Vitamin D Council website. Yes, that's his website. That's his website. Vitamin D Council. And, of course, we're now finding out uh, that uh, the latest research is telling us that in uh, in the tropical sun, if you're in places like Hawaii or India uh, or Africa uh, or in the, in the you know Latin America, you can make vitamin D on full skin exposure to the sun uh, the equivalent of something like 10,000 international units in, in less than half an hour. Mm -hmm. So if that's what your body can make and it absorbs uh, into the into the lower or deeper layers of the skin and into the bloodstream where it's utilized accordingly, uh, obviously that's perhaps what you should be taking in a climate like we're in now where we, we don't see nearly as much sun uh, uh, in the winter months particularly and uh, and maybe not so much in the sun when we have uh, uh, heavy rainy weather like we've got today. The latest uh, issue of uh, Dr. Wright's Nutrition and Healing uh, newsletter, he talks about vitamin D and how the recommended daily allowance is off by thousands, just for the reason that you're saying. Well, let's talk about the connection between a vitamin D deficiency and a woman's susceptibility to uh, um, breast cancer and a man's susceptibility to prostate cancer. They're, these are relative insofar as that uh, hormones, female in the case of women, and male hormones play a role in susceptibility of these kinds of cancer, this kind of cancer, whether it's prostate or whether it is uh, breast cancer. And uh, in the University of Toronto, uh, there was a, a medical doctor who was urging, uh, in the case of prostate cancer, urging the urologist to give uh, the cancer patients who were suffering from prostate cancer more vitamin E. And the more vitamin E that they were given, the faster the, faster the prostate cancer was shrinking and disappearing. And of course, uh, this, this physician was urging them to give even more. And I would say that if that's the case with a man with prostate cancer, uh, if I was a woman with prostate cancer, or with breast cancer, pardon me, I would certainly uh, be uh, increasing my vitamin D. I would ask my doctor about it. And if he's negative, I would find a doctor who is not negative about it and who's willing to work with you. And it certainly mm -hmm. doesn't take, uh, hurt you to take vitamin D simply for the reason you don't need a prescription for it. 
it is non-toxic. I have yet to uh, come across any history of a toxic overdose. Uh, I know in one instance, uh, uh, about a three-year-old uh, boy, my grandnephew swallowed uh, something like 40,000 international units. That was vitamin A, though. A vitamin it? D. The vitamin A was over 100,000 international units. Oh, and there was vitamin yeah. D in the... And there was no toxic reaction there. Wow. So. Hmm. And interestingly enough, this kid, he's a strapping six-footer now, healthy as an ox, and he hasn't had any of these uh, childhood diseases that we commonly vaccinate against. So if you're concerned about the safety of vaccines, then maybe you should consider uh, supplementing your diet with uh, vitamins that we know play a role in helping to prevent or resist the kinds of diseases such as measles and mumps and smallpox and uh, probably uh, chickenpox, uh, not, uh, yeah, chickenpox and, um, and measles, did I mention that? And, uh, and probably uh, polio. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the chickenpox thing is, is uh, I, I just don't understand that. When I was a kid, everyone got chicken pox. I got chicken pox too, I, and I, I didn't get inoculated pox. against it either. No, but they they didn't they didn't have an inoculation back then, did no, they? No, they have now. They have now, and now um, we don't know whether it really works or not. Well, that's the that's the thing. You never had to have it before, and now if the if the chicken pox vaccine is working, mm -hmm. uh, kids that don't have the vaccine are going to be less likely to get to get the. Uh, to get it as a child because they're not going to catch it from other children. That's right. And, and therefore and their nutritional status might be a heck of a lot better too. And therefore, uh, you know, that, you know, doctors are now saying get, get the chicken pox uh, vaccine for your child because now the kids aren't getting it. Well, that sounds to me like they created a demand for the, for the chicken pox vaccine out of nothing because well it's a, and then they make it mandatory in a lot of places for the pharmaceutical company. That's a license to print money. Yeah, because if you have to have it, that means you uh, either you pay for it or our public health through your taxes pays for it, and then of course uh, those who uh, make money off of these vaccines are going to fight uh, to the death, as far as I'm concerned, to make them uh, legal and compulsory, among other things. And the other thing about uh, uh, these vaccines is they're not telling you is the mercury content. Uh, some of them still have aluminum in them. Both mercury and aluminum are powerful brain and neurotoxins, the last thing we need to be injecting into our children's bodies. And, and of course, uh, the, these vaccines are incubated in the diseased tissues of, uh, of other animals, be they guinea pigs or whatever. And, uh, and why would you uh, want to inject filth into your child's bloodstream? Because in effect, that is what you're doing. And we know that these vaccines are causing problems, uh, in spite of the claims made by government and public health. In the United States alone, you cannot buy liability insurance. If you're a vaccine manufacturer, you cannot buy liability insurance if your vaccine causes de death or injury. Uh, and uh, and not only that, in the United States, I so don't know about can't, Canada. So you can't sue it, them, you mean? In the, it's against the law in the United States, that, and I'm not sure about Canada, should be checked out, but it's against the law in the United States to sue a vaccine manufacturer for, for injury or death. And the other part of this coin is this. Uh, since the law was induced, uh, introduced in 1988, uh, in which they um, uh, compensate people for vaccine injury or death, uh, the government assumed liability because uh, 
they couldn't get over this business of not being able to sue the vaccine manufacturers or or uh, and and the and the, the liability business uh they've put out over 2 billion dollars since 1988 in compensation i think the figure is even higher than that to people who have been injured uh or or actually killed because of a vaccine uh, reaction mhm i mean that should tell you something yeah you know if you got a red light uh, do you ignore it you're heading for an intersection? No, you stop. Exactly. And you think about it. And you wait until the traffic is cleared, until you get all the facts. If you're rational, if yeah. you're a rational person. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's uh, another good uh, uh, reason to educate yourself, take control of, of uh, your health care, and uh, seek out professionals in a wide variety of disciplines who are open to your questions. And well, there are answers to vaccines. Uh, cod liver oil because of its vitamin A and D content. Mega halibut liver oil, vitamin A and D content. Uh, vitamin D itself by itself is, is an immune enhancer. Uh, lots of carotin, the carotenoids, which is the, uh, the pro-vitamin A factor in all your yellow and uh, all your colored fruit and vegetables to be precise. Uh, and vitamin C, I mentioned that, and you find it in those fruit and vegetables as well. All of these are powerful uh, immune boosters and infection fighters. And a person on a healthy diet doesn't need to have these uh, filths and these metal toxins uh, injected into them. Mm -hmm. you, basically, you just have to look, do the benefits outweigh the costs or the risks. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about, uh, especially like infant vaccines, we're not talking about one or two vaccines. We're talking oh. about multiple, multiple uh, injections yeah. uh, of, uh, of all these uh, neurotoxins and other uh, adjuvants and other uh, ingredients mm -hmm. that you know you wouldn't uh, you you'd be surprised if you haven't already looked into what's in these vaccines you'd be surprised that they're actually in there. That's right, and you'd also be surprised that they want to give you several of those vaccines all at once, mm -hmm. multiple shots, which is a terrific assault on on your uh, on your uh, your immune system. Yep. Well, that's uh, that's an interesting point. I'm just reading, actually, this is off topic, um, that the Mexican officials have uh, once again um, rejected Monsanto's genetically modified corn. And we talked a little bit about this back in the, uh, I think it was episode five, uh, where we talked about uh, the uh, genetically modified food industry and the effect on, on our health that you know, we're going to see over the next few years as this becomes more commonplace and we're eating uh, genetically modified food. So Donald Rumsfeld's old alma mater, Monsanto, wasn't able to bribe uh, enough uh, Mexican uh, officials to uh, to approve uh, the, the GMO, uh, in this case, corn. But you see the problem that with the genetically modified uh, seeds, you plant them in your garden, uh, when the... Um, when the uh, plant uh, matures and flowers uh, and produces pollen, you have pollinating insects picking up that pollen, which is also expressing the genetic changes uh, that were put into, introduced into that particular plant, be it corn or soybean or whatever. And they will take it to other plants and infect them with that genetic information. So something you cannot contain. You are pretty well setting 
loose a wildfire that you cannot control. And who knows what effect the pollen has, that kind of pollen has on the bees themselves, because they use pollen for what they call bee bread. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, it's, it's related to the topic that we're talking about today, because we don't know what kind of genetic effects it's going to have on humans uh, who are going off of their natural diet that we've been taking for uh, since the beginning of time and are going into these Franken foods, uh, you know, what do you call it, Roundup, Ready, uh, Soybeans, soy whatever they be. be yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a situation that is, it just boggles the mind that uh, we're, we're letting this happen. But, you know, that's a little bit of a different topic, uh, and uh, maybe we'll touch on that again in the future. Uh, any last thoughts on, um, you know, supernutrition for Down syndrome and other conditions? Carl? Well, uh, certainly it starts from the time of pregnancy. As far as I'm concerned, both husband and wife, before they decide to make babies, uh, they should be uh, seeing that their nutrition is, is uh, high and intense. Uh, and well supported uh, uh, with the supplementation, and uh, and uh, then when the, the child is born, to see that uh, the nutrition education continues. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, when we educate the children to uh, to make the right choices, it's only going to benefit you know the rest of society. And future generations future are bound generations, to uh, benefit yes. from it. But it's all a matter of education. And conditioning and people understanding that uh, just because uh, the government approves it doesn't mean that it is necessarily uh, safe or suitable. Okay. And uh, I guess that's a wrap for this show, unless you have anything you'd like to add, Croft. Well, that's about it for this time. All right. So I will hit the music and we will close off the show. If you have any uh, questions or comments, uh, if you want to ask Croft a, a vitamin or nutrition related question, call 1-877-636-1474 and uh, leave, a, leave a voicemail and we'll get it on the show. And we will see you again next week.